Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit W2Mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. You are listening to Video Games to the Max. Hello and welcome to Video Games to the Max, episode 212. And, well, we are here and I apologize for the missing a week. It wasn't intentional. It was, I started my new job. I work at a call center. So, I'm basically doing what I'm doing right now. A lot. Uh, so, uh, and I'm actually using the work uh, headset right now. So maybe it sounds actually better. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we'll... Using company property on your own dime. <laughs> actually, I don't know what happens if I like if I decide to stop working there. If they actually take this away from me or not? They just uh, the girl and I that started at the same time. She's actually already quit. Um, you know, they, they gave us this, you know, along with the packet that they give you when you go in and then, and, uh, uh, like notepad. So I don't know if we keep the notepad and this, even if we quit or what, so whatever, but I had to take this home every night. So, and bring it back with me every, every day to, um, to do my job. So, but yeah, so that was unintentional, but this will be the Unless for some reason I I have to do something on a Tuesday, then we'll go to the weekend schedule that we've had. But I'm trying to have it be on a set day, so it will be Tuesday at some point, and it may show up. You guys may get it in the feeds sometime on Tuesday, or for sure Wednesday morning. You know, before the work commute. So. This is uh, the new day for Video Games to the Max. And, of course, we have the official Video Games Podcast at W2Net.com. And in partnership with Last Word on Life, uh, thank you always to them for, for having us on there. And, well, if uh, this is your first time listening to us or the 200th time or whatnot, thank you. And, of course, we're on everything that's out there pretty much. Um, I just found a website called Pod chaser today which is pretty cool you can basically put in anything you've ever done podcast wise on there and it actually finds it and and uh, verifies it for you so it's actually pretty neat so i put us on there as well and you can go review us on there as well as any other podcast service that you use so uh, make sure you go do that and i think since the last time we did a show my mosaic review is there is on the website and Mark's Journey to the Savage Planet review is also up, so you can go read those if you like. So, Mark, uh, you're here with me as always. Yep. How are you, how are you doing? Uh, I'm all right. I broke into a uh, new box that I got, so I'm happy. <laughs> what did you get? Uh, Naruto. Oh, that's right. You showed it to me. So. Yeah. It's like the How'd first... You- series i guess or whatever have you, have you started watching that or yeah i got like three episodes in 
Seems okay. <laughs> That's about as far as I got, and just maybe sometime in I don't know when, whenever I just have just free time to do absolutely nothing, and when nothing else is on. When you retire, you didn't like it. <laughs> No, I, I don't know. It's just I think I was watching other stuff, and then I saw that you know it's a long. It's way before I ever started to get into like decide to do the freaking One Piece. It yeah, didn't even also marathon like Dragon Ball or something. <laughs> yeah, that was way before I had decided. Oh, I'm gonna marathon Dragon Ball and One Piece. It's like when I was still just watching the stuff that would come out every season or whatever. Yeah. Um. So I kind of said, Ah, no, I'm not gonna do this, and. I keep thinking about it. I was like, well, it's like one of those things that kids that are, I think, a little, you know, in their teens now, that's like their, or a little bit older, that's their uh, anime that they grew up with, and it's the one they reference all the time. And I was like, maybe I should watch it sometime, but yeah, <laughs> it doesn't seem to be happening. Yeah. I mean, it's like the thing I got is like 200 episodes long, long or something. Yeah, and then. If you get into Shippuden, I think that lasted like 500. Yeah, that's, still, that's, what I'm, I'm, that's what I'm not going to get into. <laughs> yeah. Well, I heard there was like a crap ton of filler. Uh, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. So. Like 200 is like, that's long, that's doable. I mean, right. that's fine, really. <laughs> yeah, even Dragon Ball is not, if you, like, I mean, I think Kai is like, what, like 250? Akai's like 198, I think, or it's like yeah. really, really little compared, you know, compared so to the like, regular. If you cut out, because there's some filler that's kind of okay, but if you cut out a lot of that, it's not anywhere near the 400 something episodes that I watched. So Akai's wow, 167. So that's, yeah. yeah. Well, that's well, that's Z. So I mean, Dragon Ball also has filler, and so does Super. But Super doesn't yeah. have that many. No, but, uh, yeah, Super is actually... I mean, it has some filler, but the episodes are more or less pretty tight. <laughs> it just takes forever to get from one oh, yeah. thing to the next and whatever. Well, I, was, I was watching like the last... the Like the big universe fighting arc at the end. Well, at the end of the show. And it's like... There are ten, minute, ten minutes left of this fight. And each minute lasted an episode. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, okay, there are ten episodes left. You can just say that instead. Like, Well, might as well start with uh, the games we are playing. I'll just start because I'm playing a lot less than you. Uh, I work a eight-hour shift with a two 30-minute breaks, and i kind of been playing this game when I go on break. And that's kind of it because... I don't get a lot of time. I work a 2 to 11 shift, so I don't, and my job's 30 minutes away, so I don't get a ton of time. If I don't wake up super early, I don't really get a lot of time to do much before I have to go to work. Um, so, I've been playing Code Shifter, which is an Arc System Works game. It's a, it's a plat, it's like a beat em up, but also has platforming. So, yeah. the fun thing about this game is that, it's also the story is based on game development, so. Oh, is this a game that you like merge um, games together? No, that's that Mashem up game. Okay, yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. Um, so this does have a mashup where you 
are this one character that's is created by the game designer to kill bugs. And so that's what you're basically doing is you have five levels of each portion of okay, so like the first person is or well the one I'm on right now is the artist. So you're going through the art like the artist's arc and you're killing the bugs that the artist has a problem with and there's a little bit of story bits before you get through each uh, mission and the cool thing is that all the other arc system the old like nes and snes like arc system works characters can be used as uh, characters in the game so you have your one little your character that's made for the game that is the only one that can kill, that can destroy the actual, some bugs, and can collect the little boxes that give you points, but like, okay, say like Billy from Double Dragon, and Kunio, who the Kunio is about to have a game come out with Double Dragon, that has all his games in it, and um, Kunio kind of looks like Kiryu from Yakuza. Yeah. And there, there's a bunch of them. There's so many of them. There's like so many that I'm kind of like, I have no idea who you are, but you have cool powers. Now I kind of want to know what game you came from. So I think it's cool from that perspective of like, if you're one of those people that like loves Arc System Works games, especially the ones from back in the day, I think this there's a great love letter here for you for this for the getting to play as those characters, and they each have their own little thing. Like there's parts where you can only get to go up this uh, this air tube if you're having a light character or there's a electric things that you have to hit and if you don't have a character that has electricity you have to go find them because they're in these little pods that you have to find around the level and there's different ones and there's also assist trophies that you can get and they if you press it, you do their like special attack from their from their game or whatever. So like, there's a lot of cool stuff in this, and I like the story being around game dev- game development. So there's like, you know, they talk about crunch and they talk about things like that. that but it's all kind of like, cart almost kind of like cartoony. The 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 art style is very you know cartoonish. So I I just it's a neat little game and. I didn't know what to expect going in, and I, I've been enjoying it. So, if you're a big Arc System Works fan, and you know they have a Grand Blue Fantasy Versus coming out over here to the states, it's already out in Japan, out to the states in in March. So, you know, yeah. And you're you've uh, I haven't checked it out yet because I got to make myself a Japanese Nintendo account. But you played that Persona 5 Scramble demo. I made well. I made the account on the uh, PS4, so I played it on there. Oh, okay, okay. It was easier <laughs> and it would look better. <laughs> uh, yeah, I played Scramble. Uh, yeah, I mean, it very much is like a uh, you know Dynasty Warriors type of game, but you have a lot more abilities, or you just you know it feels snappier and looks a lot better. Uh, and like, did you ever play Dragon Quest Heroes? No, I didn't. It's like that, or like that Hyrule his Hyrule Warriors game, or something. Like, you're not, like, going to, like, you know, Section H to defend it against rampaging horrors. It's like you're in just a small stage and have to beat up people. Oh, the Pirate Uh, Warrior games are like that, too, yeah. Yeah. 
but yeah, you have abilities tied, you know, tied to your persona. They can kind of like they appear in like an arc or like you know a box or like you know so you can target whatever enemies you want. Uh, you can kind of flip around on like uh, light posts or like light poles to get around and like dive bomb an area. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I'll definitely buy that game when it comes out in America. <laughs> yeah, which still has a TBA release date, and especially it's more important that you do play it in English because if you saw the previous trailer that they released, at the end, they kind of do a little tease of Persona 5-2, and then they have it get knocked out with an S. So leading to a lot of speculation that perhaps this is kind of like Atlas doing a second game in this series, which very interesting because it does take place right after the first game ended, right? So I think well, I think it takes place like little while, little after. Uh, I mean, because you know Royal is going to be the next, you know, the next canonical thing. Uh, but you know, like the demo introduced like the main boss, I assume, uh, and like you're the new characters that you'll meet in the game. <laughs> I don't know their names, but <laughs> yeah, you do meet characters in the game. I think they said, um, the character that's in Royal, that like she went to Canada to go to school or something. And that's how they, yeah, uh, they don't, she's not, she's not, yeah, she's not, I don't think. It, yeah. It, it, that's it was... how they get around ignoring whatever happens in Royal. So yeah, um, that's fun. I mean, do you, but... li- do you like that? Like it, doesn't it make it more, purchase worthy for you to like know that the story actually really means something instead of just being a repeat of persona five or i mean it could honestly be a repeat and i wouldn't care i mean cause i appreciate that now sega is just kind of screwing with their franchises and taking them off in like different directions like if, you know if this game was just another jrpg i'd still get it but because it's you know something different it piques my interest more <laughs> yeah certainly and i think that's I just like the fact that they they do. I mean, the the GBA game or not GBA, sorry. The 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 Labyrinth game also has like story ties, but that's clearly a spinoff, you know. And so does um, you know, the Arena game also had story ties to. Yeah, that that was too much though. (laughs) Yeah. So I think it's cool that they do this. They make their spinoff games feel special. I mean, the only ones that I still kind of wish they would have been able to do more with three and five and the dancing one, but Hey, you know what? Those are also just fun games. You can, you can play on their own just to hear the music. And that's, that's cool too. Uh, so yeah, definitely. I'm certainly interested in scramble and, uh, you played another demo. Yeah. I downloaded that Yakuza seven. I think it's like a dragon trailer. Uh, I didn't finish it because it's a big demo. Like I was, I was like, you need 24 gigabytes to install this thing. I'm like, what? <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah, that's the new uh, Yakuza game. That's an RPG. Right. So it's it's funny that Persona and Yakuza basically swapped, with the Yakuza now being the beat 'em up action game, or uh, Persona now being the beat 'em up action game, and Yakuza being the JRPG. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, it's cool that Yakuza is like taking a different direction, though. Oh yeah. yeah, and it got it got good reviews so far. Like, some people don't like it, but it's like you can only do. I mean, they pumped out a lot of those Yakuza games, especially recently. So 
I mean, I was getting sick of it by like the third one. And it's like, okay, we got five more to go. It's like, great. <laughs> uh, yeah, but this game he played, I don't know the guy's name. Uh, he played this Asian guy with a big afro, which is pretty awesome. Uh, and like, you have a party and you walk around. I, you don't even walk around Kamurocho. You walk around like some other town, at least initially. And yeah, like when you get into a battle, like it's turn based. It reminds me of like Legend of Dragoon. Or like Mario wow. RPG, like you press, so you have like regular attacks, and then but then like if you use like special attack, you can like time button presses to make it more powerful or to like to do different stuff. <laughs> I assume awesome. I might be missing. I'm. I mean, I I can assure you, I'm missing some of the battle uh, systems because I just don't know what the hell they're saying or you know what the text right. is. Yeah. But so I assume that maybe might be like a guard mechanic. Or like a, I'm hoping like a, you know a timing based guard because that's always fun. Uh, but yeah, it's fun. Like you know, you have three guys. You know, the main. It's funny. The main guy at the start of the, of the demo, you pull a bat out of like the cement sidewalk, and it's like you're pulling Excalibur out of the stone. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like you pull this bat out, and like it starts glowing, and it's like, what the hell is going on? It's a stupid bat. That's awesome. Uh, and then, like, you get into a huge fight, like, immediately after, and you sort of start hitting the people with the bat. <laughs> uh, yeah, that game should be a lot of fun. Like, that'll be in a game I definitely to get for, for review or just get, because the summons in that game, I looked at a video compilation, and they're all great. <laughs> Uh, definitely, I'm sure they have kept the comedy in for that. Uh, I would say they've expanded it even more than usual. <laughs> That's awesome. I can't wait yeah. to see that uh, as well. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, uh, how goes the Kakarot? Uh, God. I finally <laughs> resorted to cheating. Uh, I did that around the Frieza saga, like when the Ginyu Force showed up, because... I was getting my, like, I wasn't like losing, but the fights were just taking forever because you're going against like it's like one versus three, it's like you as like Goku versus Chase or Coom and Berta. And I'm like, well, I have enough health items to like I can make this go forever, but these guys just keep ganging up on me, and this is not fun. So I just boosted myself to max level so I can kick out anyone in like one hit, which is nice. <laughs> So, yeah, you're certainly going through the game a lot faster now, I'd imagine. I mean, you'd think so, but, not, I mean, it's just so boring. Like, it's like, oh, man. Like, I I just have the point now where I'm, it's like the, not even the, not even, like, the like start of him. I just got to, like, the point where, like, it, the start of the Saiyan Man uh, arc. Okay. Like, I haven't even gotten Imagine Boo yet. This is before that, but at least Gohan's not a you know a little kid anymore. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, I love Simon. One of my favorite things about DBZ. Yeah, and they all oh, they introduce so many bad things in that game that it's really kind of hysterical. So, like you... one of the, one of the, the things they introduced was like. Here's this new character. She's going to be part of the Ginyu Force. I think her name is Banya. Mm -hmm. Banyu, that's it. She's not a character. 
like she only appears in this training menu. And they only say like, oh, she used to be part of the Ginyu Force, but she left because she couldn't get the posing down. But she was like the like she was the smart she was the smart one of the group. Oh my god! And it's like, why don't they show her? Why don't why doesn't she have a character? Like uh, I think Tor, I think Toriyama did like create her or he designed her at least. So it's like, why isn't she in this game? I mean, except for some like glorified like you know AI training buddy or something. Um, I guess so they can say that they made new characters. Yeah, one new character. Right. Aside from like a but bunch of cutty, cookie cutter like bad guys. Right. Yeah. Uh, they introduced mech racing and car time trial racing. And I, I did both of these and I'm like, why is this here? Like, Just to have who, something different to do on it? Well, the car is bad, and the the mech is actually worse. Like, I, I had to do, like, one mech race because it's, like, required in the story, and, like, I barely made it. I had, like, four seconds, le- like, left. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh, Better hurry up. Yeah, it, it controls terribly, and there's, like, a bunch of, like, dots you can erase that appear on this mini-map, and I was like, who would do any of this? Uh... I mean, it still has a lot of uh, DBZ fan service, but it's really wearing thin. <laughs> yeah. And the fighting system doesn't open up at all. I'm doing the same dumb... You know, even if I wasn't cheating or, you know, just boosting myself up, I'd still be doing the same dumbass stuff. You know, I'm now like hour 20 into the game. I was doing an hour one. Hit the guy when he turns red. You know dodge away from him until he does a counterattack and then go back at him. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that uh, sucks you I, have to... Uh, well, put it this way. I'm supremely glad I got it on PC. <laughs> if I got it on PS4, I would have been done with that game year, you know, <laughs> an hour, two hours after I got it. <laughs> would have gotten there somewhere but like, oh, I just can't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of that, I got Monster Hunter Iceborne from Adam, like, a month ago, and after the fiasco, the saves thing, I finally got it to, like, work, and I can't just start a game in Iceborne. I feel like, I thought I finished the game, like, Monster Hunter World. Apparently, I didn't, or this thing introduces, like, a whole lot more garbage onto it, because it's like, here's, like... 10 hours of more crap to do before I can even go to this new area. I'm like, great. I don't like doing this stuff in the first place. <laughs> this is, this uh, is more, this is more boring than Kakarot actually. <laughs> well, if you really were into monster hunter, I think they'd love the fact that you no, get no. more stuff to do. You, you say that, but I was actually listening to an old bomb cast from like, I think two weeks ago when Jason, uh, the, like the the big monster hunter guy, he was even bitching about it. He's like, "I'm having to keep fucking finding tracks in the field. Like this is terrible." <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing you're not alone on that then. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think I'm close to like the start of the game at least, so I'll keep at it. <laughs> That'll just take you a while. <laughs> yeah, not as much as you think. Again. 
the, the joys of PC gaming. <laughs> well, I'm still like trudging through Temtem. It's just, I mean, technically, I would just be giving impressions because I don't know how long it's going to be in early access before they ever release a final version of the game. I'm not actually reviewing that game because you know it's not finished. But this so freaking it feels like it takes forever to get to the next town and the next town <laughs> because they just pack that through with trainers and i'm just like oh god this is gonna take forever <laughs> it's like yeah yeah i mean i i'm sure people that that's all you did was play that and you don't have anything else you need to play or anything else you really need to do um, sure, I've, I've already seen people complaining that they got to the end and they have nothing else to do, and it's like, well, okay. <laughs> you know, they are also, this is also an early access game. I'm sure that the end game stuff, uh, it, yes, this is an MMO, but the end game stuff will come once they iron out the rest of this, so, you know. Uh, you can hope. <laughs> yeah, you'd hope, but, I mean, that's all going to be multiplayer stuff, I'd imagine, anyway. Like, I, I wouldn't... What else are you really going to do? Like, what, add an Elite Four and a Battle Tower and all that other stuff? I mean, Pokemon's never really been known for having great endgame stuff other than the breeding or, and the... Or any. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, they've started doing that more often now, but, like, that's the thing that's going to be funny of, like, what are they really going to be able to add that you do with MMOs that... I mean, are you going to have raids? Now, what are you going well, I mean, to do? Pokemon, like, Pokemon already has that, and it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so are you going to do that, where you do the raids like Pokemon Sword and Shield have, and they're not great? So that's what's going to be interesting, is how are they going to handle that when, when it comes time to that? So Sorry, I cut you off. but No, no. Well, is there uh, that about it for the... Uh, I picked up... I picked up Super Mario Brothers 3 for the GBA, and I've been playing that on my SNES, and that's pretty all right. Oh, I mean, that's what I loved about the GBA. It was so good with SNES ports. Um, no, no. No, no. You, you misunderstood. I mean, Super Mario Brothers 3 is a NES game. I Oh, that's right. Sorry. But I, I'm playing it on my Super Nintendo. <laughs> you're playing... Oh, it's a GBA game. I just like that you're playing yeah, yeah. on the Super Nintendo? Yeah, I had this like okay. weird, like ghetto thing called like the Super Retro Advance. I think it's what it's called. Yeah. And lets you play GBA games on a Super Nintendo. Oh, nice. Yeah, but only GBA games, not G- not Game Boy Color or Game Boy. <laughs> well, no, okay. Back backtracking, the GBA did still had really good ports. Oh of yeah. The NES and SNES games. I mean, it's like the GBA yeah. was basically a, like a portable SNES. I mean, yeah. So. I only have two. I only have two GBA games. Uh, that and I think Golden Sun Two. Oh, love Golden Sun. I never played it, so I I, I like to play Golden Sun One first <laughs> before I delve into. Yeah, I two. definitely would because Two has a lot of story continuation. Yeah. yeah, Two like I booted up Two and it, it just like dropped me into the story and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I have no I idea what's going on. <laughs> I thought well, I thought it was Golden Sun one until I I didn't even look at the like the yeah it's the, like lo- Lost Ages or something like that right? yeah it's like really yeah. tiny text I'm like what all right 
I booted up with a friend, and she was getting bored sitting there, making, like, watching me text through menus, and I'm like, well, all right, sorry. <laughs> it's an RPG, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The other, the other good thing I bought, I bought a copy of Earthbound, <laughs> which I know is well, Randy's favorite game. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know it. Of course, it's... <laughs> yeah, that comes from uh, the backlog busting, where Wes says that's pretty much, like, his favorite game ever, and... Randy's like, ah, no. <laughs> so, uh, I, well, I, I mean, I haven't played it, and honestly, I, don't, I doubt I'll ever try it, but I got it for a decent price, like 160 so I'm like, all right. That's hey, okay. You know, not, not bad. Not bad yeah. At all, so. all right, so let's get into the news here. Um, early this morning, well, I get one early this morning. Like, yeah, but basically early this morning, we all woke up to Nintendo. They had said that they were going after the people that had leaked the early pictures of Pokemon Sword and Shield, and they were not playing around. Um, so they had they'd been able to get subpoenas for going after 4chan and and Discord to try to find the users that did it, but we really didn't know that there was. Like, if they were really going to go after press outlets or not. And yeah. we found out that they sure have. And, no, you know, we've seen... This isn't, like, the first outlet to get blacklisted. We've seen... Like, Kotaku got blacklisted by Ubisoft. I think they still are. Um, so, for... This happens, but it's normally the outlet saying it. You don't have... Ubisoft or Nintendo or Bethesda or whoever come out and release a statement saying it. So this was very much a different kind of vibe that you're getting here. This felt very much like when Nintendo outed the the two websites that were huge in having Nintendo ROMs that they were not happy about. Yeah. This was kind of like that. Uh, so a Portuguese outlet called FN Nintendo was found to have, uh, you know, posted images of Pokemon Sword and Shield before they were supposed to. Of course, you sign an NDA when you get early review copies. Uh, what do you mean you don't sign anything, but you basically agree to an embargo. And so, I mean, everybody, most people probably listening to this know how this works, but just to go a little bit inside baseball. You know, anytime we get an early review code for something, I just got one for a PC game a couple of days ago, you know, like two or three days ago. They have you agree to the embargo. They tell you this is what you can and can't do. A lot of times now with streaming, they'll let, they'll tell you, okay, you can stream up to this point in the game and then the rest of it, you cannot do any coverage until such and such date with such and such time. And they stick by that time in some places. They kind of okay, especially when it comes to like international, because the sometimes you get your times crossed or whatever. Or if you're like you're an hour early and you're in central and it's supposed yeah, to be, you know. Sometimes stuff le- does like leak on occasion, but it's never like nefarious or it's usually like just accidental. <laughs> right. I mean, and they kind of understand those kinds of things. Like those things are kind of like, okay, that happens, whatever, you know. But Nintendo is one of those companies you don't 
when they when they say this is the embargo, you do not break that at all uh, because Nintendo is is Nintendo and they will surely make you pay for it and that's what they're doing here with this Portuguese website. They've apparently had a a relationship with Nintendo for like 11 years and basically a freelancer was given Pokemon Sword or Shield to review and they decided that they were going to go rogue and post these pictures online uh, without I don't know if they consulted F and Nintendo, or it seems like they didn't. They just decided, oh, well, I'm posting these. I don't care. I'm going to get me some publicity and F this website. So, uh, yeah. It, and Nintendo didn't know. They find out it was them, this guy, you know. And the other thing, too, which is bad, I think it's worse that, like, they almost made they made F and Nintendo have to make their own statement that sounds like you gotta say exactly this, or we're gonna take you to court. Yeah. So it always <laughs> ends well. <laughs> like, what do you? I mean, obviously Nintendo's within their rights to do this. I mean, it's their IP; they gotta protect it. But, um, how do you feel about this whole thing? Like, I mean, know? yeah, it's it's dumb. Like to ruin like your website or you know your brand like that just for you know just for especially Pokemon. It's like what? Can you do that? Do it over a franchise that matters like Fire Emblem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously this this stirred up the this helped stir up that controversy that led to people bashing the game and and all that stuff. Uh, it's like the people. It's like the kids who keep like leaking. Did you see that Xbox uh, Series X leak like a week, a few weeks ago? Yeah, it's like this, it's like the same type of idiot who does that. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, my favorite one was the Ubisoft one where the guy was like, "I work as the janitor at Ubisoft. Please don't post these of the PS5 dev kit or whatever." <laughs> I'm like, really? Come on, man. Like, I get it if this is some old guy that doesn't understand how the internet works, but still, like. You know maybe. if you you tell someone not going to post this, that's what exactly what they're going to do. It's like maybe don't post the pictures in the first place then. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I think anybody that – I get it. There's going to be people that are going to get upset about, oh, Nintendo's being way too crazy or whatever. It's like, look, they have to do this because if they don't go after you, that means the next person that wants to do this, they'll just do whatever they want. And the next – they have to. It's not just to protect an embargo and whatever. It's also to protect Pokemon because it did affect them negatively. Yes, I mean, uh, they announced the sales last week, and Pokemon's already almost beating Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild in sales. Uh, That's not know, like hugely surprising, actually. <laughs> I know, but it is crazy that that quickly they sold 16 million. I mean, it's it's pretty nuts. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I mean, it's probably even more crazier that Mario Kart. Of course, Mario Kart gets bundled with the system, so that helps too. But it's like outselling everything else. So, uh, you know, I just, uh, I think this is more of a anybody else that has a tie with us that works in games media, 
This is a basically letting you know you will receive the same treatment if you let one of your people decide to do that. And that's something you have to kind of be careful of now because so much games media is freelance. And not yeah. even that, there's a lot of big games media that you think would have a central office or something like that, and they don't. They're all remote as well. So, like we are. I mean, so. I mean like the big sites, I think like IGN, GameSpot. Giant Bomb. Yeah, Giant Bomb, obviously. But that's kind of about it. Like, I don't think Polygon has an office or like Destructoid or anything. You know, so those are, you know, big sites. Or even Kotaku doesn't have an office. I don't, I mean, they, they might have like a very small one. But I mean, most of their people are freelancers or, you know, from around the, around the, country (laughs) right and i mean the way that things have changed has allowed it to where you can do that and you don't have to have a central office anymore because you know paypal or direct deposit or whatever makes to where okay we can just put the money in immediately and you get paid for your work and you don't have to worry about you know getting screwed over or whatever uh or waiting for that check to come in the mail for three weeks or you know so uh yeah, it's just stuff you got to worry about when you hire someone that may not take it very seriously because there's a lot of outlets, not just us, there's a lot of outlets that you would think that have been there for years that you would think, oh, they make enough money to pay all the people that write for them. No, they don't. Right. And yeah, there's a lot of outlets that you're getting, basically, you're getting paid in the free games that you get or you're getting paid in the publicity that you get for writing for this site. And they may go, you know what, this isn't worth it for me. And they decide to do something like this, and it screws up your website. So I've, we, I've had people, and you know, 401 has had people, and um, where you have them, and they decide to go AWOL, and they had four games they were reviewing. Well, guess what? Then I have to patch up the relationships with those publishers or those developers because those games never got the coverage released. So, you know, um, yeah, just, uh, just let it be known. It could happen to you. It may not be Nintendo, but it could be another publisher. So just be careful of, uh, breaking those embargoes. So, uh, this also happened today, which kind of wanted to see what you thought, because, you know, you're a division guy and, Ubisoft. Yeah, so they're going back to New York with this new expansion. And it's called Warlords of New York, just to state that. I mean, and this, they're kind of claiming, Ubisoft's kind of claiming that they want to sort of reinvigorate the game, basically. Like, does well, any I, of the stuff that was announced here make you want to go back and give another shot? Or, well, the game is currently like three bucks in every storefront, so I may pick up the PC version just for the hell of it. <laughs> uh, not really. I mean, it's I guess it's cool. I, I I like the New York setting more than like the Washington setting, but the fact that I never had anyone to play it with is probably the biggest drawback for me. <laughs> like, no one else got into that game or even like tried to. So, it's a. I mean, it's a bummer to play it. Actually, for, at least for me, it was still fun. But you didn't try or, you know, playing with randoms and 
I mean, no, that was okay. I could do that once or twice, and that was fine. But, you know, it's... I mean, I, w- I got Borderlands 3 with uh, Jens, and, like, I wouldn't have stuck with that game if I wasn't playing with him, because just to play with someone is, that you know is more enjoyable than with random people. <laughs> yeah, so... But, like the new, uh, uh, no, I was going to say, like, the you know, going back to New York is probably a good idea. You can see how the city's changed, or... I mean, they'll probably reuse some of the assets or, you know, the environments and stuff, but that's fine. Well, I mean, do you, uh, do you like the idea of, like, you know, revitalizing the dark zones and... No, because that's, that's the one thing I never got into, that dark zone crap. Like, yeah. I, I just don't like PvP that much in games, so, especially, yeah, it's just like, all right, I guess, but... I mean, I would have rather have more single player content or more story because I know I think the story is like you're trying to go back, you're trying to go after this like evil agent guy, who like I think might be responsible for the plague or like that's what they're hinting at. Mm. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> well, so just explain some of this here. The game's uh, title update eight is going to include an RPG overhaul, which allows the players to read and manage their gear and inventory more easily. Uh, you know, the Dark Zone thing that I know you say you don't care about, but they're going to return to a simpler rogue mechanic. The level cap's going to get increased to level 40. Uh, there's an infinite progression system now, an SHD level, four new skills that can be used throughout the game, and there's now seasons, which are three-month-long endgame events uh, with a main target and network to track down, which their own stories and rewards when the first season begins after Division 2 Warlord to New York releases. So So they're basically making it like Rainbow Six Siege with the season crap. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it works for Six Siege, right? So yeah. I guess why not? So none I, I of mean, that. I, I mean, I might go back to it, but also the 100 gigabyte install size doesn't exactly entice me too much. Yeah. It's like uh, the, was it season two of Call of Duty just started and it was trending everywhere, the 61 gigabyte or 58 yeah. gigabyte patch or whatever. Yeah. It's like, wow, okay. We're, Game we're getting, size is getting a little too ridiculous here. Uh, I'll wait till we get to Series X and all that. It's going to be, and, and PS5, it's going to be nuts. Uh, so this is from last week, since we're talking about Ubisoft. Uh just to be clear, I we're not going to talk too much about stuff from last week, just because I don't want this to be three hours long. So, and I should have mentioned, I keep forgetting to do this at the beginning, so that, you know, even though there's timestamps, uh, so you guys can kind of know, uh, we are going to have a main topic. It's this, It may not be very long, because Activision doesn't have that many franchises that they don't that they don't already have some kind of plan for making more games for uh we're talking about you because uh activision announced that they're doing more remasters this year uh, so we'll talk about remasters they could be doing so anyway ubisoft it says that they will have five triple a games out by 2021 and three of them will get released by the end of this year and two of them being released in early 2021 and none of them will be beyond good and evil 2 uh all right thanks i was hoping that beyond good and evil 2 will release at some point my god 
been waiting for this game forever. I guess uh, not happening still. Well, I remember, remember Wild. Yeah, we've heard nothing about that either. Yeah. So. I so mean, f- the, yeah. well, the Ubisoft game is going to be Watch Dogs Legion, uh, probably a new Far Cry, or at least maybe Assassin's Creed. Assassin's uh, Creed pretty much already been leaked. It's called yeah, that, Rock. Yeah, the Thor game or whatever. Uh, uh, Gods what, and what Monsters. Else? Yeah. Rainbow Six Quarantine. Yep. And yeah, Far Cry would be surprised. And no new Splinter Cell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wonder if there that's even being talked about at all. I mean, I know they used a lot of Sam Fisher stuff uh, between Wildlands and that what was that mobile game and and other things. So yeah, uh, I guess Skull and Bones could still come out, but that's been delayed indefinitely as well. Uh, got in, in the indefinite. I thought it was just like a long delay, but it's had a huge surprise. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean. Gods and Monsters, Rainbow Six Quarantine, and Watch All Legions all got delayed into this year. Those three might be the ones that are releasing uh, by the end of this year. And I mean, Assassin's Creed Ragnarok could sneak in, and they could delay one of the other ones, or uh, just to see if they could make it for the launch of the new consoles. Because you know, Unity and Black Flag were around for the launch of uh, Xbox One and PS4. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm sort of interested in Gods and Monsters. I know you're kind of ready for Watch Dogs Legion. Yeah, um, and probably Assassin's Creed, because yeah. I'm dumb. Well, no, I mean... I don't want to play a game that lasts 200 hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, they improved a lot with Odyssey. So, I they know you didn't play- like Origins... <laughs> Yeah, well, Odyssey made it like somewhat playable, but it's like still like here are thirty six areas of this map. You only need to fin- go to nine to finish the game. <laughs> it's like, all right, yeah, let's and do I this. Mean, I love that Vikings setting, the Norse setting. So uh, I'm yeah. totally down. I mean, and it worked for God of War. So if uh, Ubisoft can make it work for Assassin's Creed, maybe I'll even. But how much? How much crap can you climb it? I don't think the Vikings are known for having opulent cities. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting how they do that. Is it going to be even more? Uh, they are certainly known for their ships, so it's going to be more uh, ship battling yeah. and all that. More kind naval of stuff combat, yeah, yeah, more islands and. I mean, because that's a lot of what they did. When they were nobeds, they went around the different islands. So is it going to be much more like Black Flag? <laughs> like, so, yeah, we'll we'll see how that. Shapes out, I'm sure E3, there will be a lot about yeah. Ragnarok. That'll be probably one of their big games at their at their press conference. They'll have Chris Hemsworth come out and he says, I'm voicing the main character. <laughs> hey, you know what? That would surely get people to to get behind it if they weren't already. So, can you imagine? Uh, well, I don't think it's too far-fetched to imagine that Anthem was bad, so no, really. Uh, they're they're getting <laughs> they're reworking it and focusing on an Anthem 2.0. Uh, I no. <laughs> why, why are they throwing good money after bad? 
because Andrew Wilson said there's a seven to ten year plan with Anthem, and I don't think they don't want to give up on it. Uh. See, like, I mean, everyone goes to the Final Fantasy fourteen comparison, you know, because that game had a terrible launch, and you know, all the all the managers got fired who made it, all the people who got fired. The right. difference, the difference is, Final Fantasy has a name, or you know, the franchise has cachet. Like they're not. Of course, they're not going to let that. It, well, and they had an MMO with horror. You know, yeah. that helped too. They're not going to let the game, you know, fall apart and they say screw it like, out of the next one. Like they 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 owed it to people at the time because people have such a history with that franchise. Well, I think it's also Square Enix. I mean, let's be fair. Square Enix is not going to turn down. Oh yeah, we can just keep making money with this thing and use that money to fund other stuff. So I think this is what EA is seeing and saying, well, it works for Destiny. It works for uh, Final Fantasy. Uh, you know, Blizzard's still pumping uh, out expansions. I mean... Well, uh, that <laughs> Blizzard... <laughs> we can talk about Blizzard in a little while. Uh, well, but like, like, okay, like the like ongoing De- game is still a thing. Well, like, so, Des- okay, like you brought up Destiny. Like, that game had a lot of rough patches or like rough areas. But the fundamental ga- fundamentals of that game still worked. Like, regardless of all the crap, act- all the business crap of Activision or, you know, all the dumb events or even, like, the, you know, bad expansions or whatever, those games still worked. Like, Anthem from the second at launch was a bad game. And there's no... I, I don't just don't think there's any amount of rebalancing or patching or... Unless they make Anthem 2 and they give everyone who plays Anthem... Like the finished Anthem trophy and the PS, you know, whatever, free copies. I'm like that's the only way that I can see this up working. <laughs> I mean, they could do that, right? They they could just uh, either make Anthem one free to play, or they just let you basically skip it and I, Anthem two, and you don't no, charge anyone that has an Anthem. Uh, well, they never charged Anthem one in the first place. <laughs> Right, but like I'm saying, like, okay, Anthem like, 2, if it's going to be a new game, you have to do something for oh, those people like that already the have the game. Uh, yeah, the upfront yeah, costs. You're going to have to eat some of the costs for people yeah. that already have Anthem 1, because, like, to expect them to buy a whole other game again after you screwed them over on the game that they bought, like, you know, so... I mean, okay, so here's the gist of what Casey Hudson's saying. Yeah. You know, they they want to preserve the fun of the flying and fighting in a vast sci-fi fantasy setting, but they want to reinvent the core gameplay loop with clear goals, motivating challenges, and progression with meaningful rewards, which is the stuff, you know, you would expect somebody to say. And, you know, stuff that we should have done the first time around, and this time they're going to take the time to test and iterate and focus on gameplay first and not try to rush the game out the door and um, not take the that approach of, well, we'll put it out there and then we'll start fixing it. And, uh, you know, so uh, it's basically this, the plans for Anthem 2.0 are, are in flux. Um, it's going to change drastically and there's a lot of thought that this might even be a brand new game, like Mark said. So, and there's a chance that perhaps either they make it like half off or they, 
or you know they eat a lot of the costs of people that already have anthem one so uh you know i i agree with you on the whole final fantasy 14 isn't going to work for everybody and it isn't going to be not every game is going to be able to turn around and be something like that some games are just it's it's not going to work but well, remember, remember uh oh what is it that that i mean wildlands some people liked it some people didn't i thought it was kind of fine yeah but i was gonna say remember breakpoint like that really bombed and yeah but they, that wasn't like, an ongoing game though yeah it is uh, i mean it's uh, not like a, it's, uh, not, it's not a live service game but it's the same thing <laughs> yeah I mean, it's focused on multiplayer those yeah part. you know i think it can be it's just it's like fallout 76 i think there's more of a chance that ones are like fallout 76 where okay you fix it and it has its core people that might enjoy playing it or whatever but i don't think it, it's going to get the buzz and the the care that it would have got had it hit out of the gate and it would have its loyal people like there are still people that are really behind destiny and it gets talked about and it it's um people have podcasts about it and they have things and it's it's in that same realm as the overwatches and and all those that have their ongoing services and they get played whereas i just really think that even with this remodel there's a big chance that anthem just winds up like fallout 76 where it's a game that you when you hear that name anthem it yeah, will forever it, be synonymous with a pad yeah it's an, an internet joke and even like and you know even fallout 76 is you know vaunted we're finally adding a story and you know npcs into this game thing is like kind of flailing around right but it's funny because fallout 76 does have its like core players that love it and you know all that stuff but it's kind of just out there in the whims you know yeah so uh speaking of things that are pretty much uh don't dead and may not come back system shock 3 I thought you were going to say Warcraft 3, but okay. <laughs> well, Warcraft 3 is also in that realm too, but uh, System Shock 3 is pretty much dead now. Um, I mean, it, it was always going to be in trouble when you hear Starbreeze is going in trouble. and uh, then... Yeah, they were, the ones, they were the ones like putting up the money for it, and it's like, wait, what? They don't have money to begin with. <laughs> right, and then Starbreeze has to take back their money. Yeah. And and uh, Warren Spector has to come out and be like, oh, it's no big deal. We have money to keep this thing going. And, um, you know, other side has enough capital to fund itself and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, everybody starts leaving. You know, the like, writer, guess, director, nope. <laughs> the lead programmer, the design director, all these people start leaving. And then finally, um, after Chase Jones, the game design director, in a LinkedIn profile, just decides to say he's done. Someone else, um, the community, the former community manager, uh, Sam Langwahat, basically comes out and says, I'm concerned for the state of the studio. And there's basically nobody working there for System yeah. Shock 3 anymore. It's. I. Yeah. I, I really think that franchise was cursed. 
Because remember, they were trying to remake System Shock 1, like that other That's developer. That's still happening. Yeah, I know, but only because I mean, they were like, oh, we're going to get this cool art style. And, you know, and then they were like, oh, wait, we can't actually make this work on Unity or whatever the whole engine they had. And they had to switch to like Unreal Engine, and they didn't really know how to do that. And then it was a disaster. Like, I, they're still working on it, apparently, because like, they got probably into, into doing it again. But for, for a while, they were like, oh, we, we stopped work on it. What? <laughs> Why'd you make make a Kickstarter then? <laughs> or you know, are you, aren't you owing people some some product here at some point? Yeah, you are. But you know, I I mean, it's a shame. I I didn't think it was ever gonna ever gonna be good or ever even gonna come out honestly because that's just the way these things at this point. <laughs> yeah, I like, mean, there, un- for until so- they. Until they show actual gameplay, or they showed gameplay, or at least, you know, a spiffy new CGI trailer. Like, even games that do that, like, half the time, I don't think they're coming out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, they show the new trailer for Beyond Good and Evil 2 at, what, like, two E3s ago. And then you Maybe. hear nothing about it yeah. after that. Like, Yeah. It's after, like, they made a whole big deal, and here's the new trailer, and all this other stuff, and oh, look how good it looks, and that means we're we're in progress to start really getting behind it, and then nothing. Yep. And it's like, okay, thanks for getting our hopes up again. I mean, look, again, game development's hard, and they, what was it, like, they, they weren't even close to really having hardly anything for System Shock 3. And yeah, that, if, I mean, game development is hard. That's why you shouldn't, possibly shouldn't uh, tie yourself to a game, you know, a fairly beloved game franchise that has a lot of people's expectations. <laughs> yeah, unless you have the funding. I mean, Honestly, to game, be but... fair, it's not like you just wake up one day and think that Star Breeze is going to go through the pro- tro- troubles it had, right? I mean... I mean after that, uh, I liked it, and I know a lot of people did, but after that Syndicate reboot they did, which, I mean, did well. I mean, it was a good game, but it didn't sell for shit. It's like, you guys are kind of in trouble. Especially when they tried to self-fund their own VR headset. It's like, what? Yeah, that's <laughs> the one that didn't make any sense to me. It's like... Yeah. And a lot of times, and for a long time, they lived off basically porting Payday 2 to wherever they could. Which... That yeah. that was the banana part, to, bananas part to me because I was like, that game is not good in the first place. <laughs> like, focus on making that a enjoyable game, and then I might actually give give you some money to play to play it. <laughs> well, there's people that like that game because they kept buying it on the other systems too. <laughs> but, yeah. I no, like the see the thing is with that game, like it's like okay, co-op bank robbery game. It's like great, that's a fantastic idea. You need to have good shooting it, and the first like that's like the first thing you need to do. And that game didn't have it. Well, and then of course Grand Theft Auto came out, Grand Theft Auto Online comes out, and then there's like no reason to have Payday Two anymore. Yeah. So unless you want to play with John Wick or whatever the hell, you know, other characters were they threw into Payday Two as the last Hail Mary. Right. Yeah, I remember that too. They would surprise, throw in random characters. And surprise, Kane Lynch didn't make it. Try to make it come. You know. An appearance or something. Yeah, they could have done that, right? That, that was like the last thing. Just be like, hey, here's Kane and Lynch. You remember them? Not really, but okay, cool. Yeah. Well, uh, just to continue on the uh, 
negative trend, I guess. Um, Mark mentioned it, but Blizzard is just having a terrible time with Warcraft 3 Reforged to the point where they're now just giving refunds with no questions asked. Because, so, yeah. Yeah. It is telling, not, not I mean, not from this site, but from from Adam, I get, or he offers me pretty much every Blizzard game that comes out. Like, I reviewed Overwatch on Switch. I reviewed Diablo 3 on Switch. I've reviewed, like, the last two or three different WoW expansions. I, I didn't get an offer for Warcraft 3. <laughs> well, the PR, I didn't even get a response. Like, no, but I mean, I got I got one for last year for Warcraft. Yeah, but I think they might have still had an actual. Was Robert Taylor gone by then? Uh, I don't know. Like, cause just, okay, cause he responded I, to me when he was still around, but I think now that they have it to where like it's not even an actual person. Yeah. Uh, they don't even have a person listed. The the only the only like they have a person listed in in charge of World yeah. of Warcraft, Diablo, he, uh, and Overwatch, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. I got I got I got Switch or I got uh, Overwatch on Switch, and that came out like no like October last year, and Taylor left in like February. So. Okay. Yeah. Like I think Overwatch has an actual person like designated, but yeah. anything that's not WoW, Overwatch, and. Diablo, I think, or StarCraft, uh, doesn't have a designated PR person. So, like, it's also telling that you just put it as a general PR, and then we're like, well, we're really gonna get picky about who we send codes to, because I think internally they knew that this was oh, yeah. gonna be a problem. Like, Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's just, it's not just that it's just like, how do you promise a game looks a certain way? And then two years later, it somehow looks worse than what you promised like that. I mean, the most galling thing to me is a, I mean, granted, I haven't played it in years, but they fucked up original Warcraft three. <laughs> how do you mess that up too? Like, it's... because, well, do like, do you not know what they did? Okay, I know that they, they like, added things or whatever, but I, you know... No, you can't, like, I, okay, I have Warcraft 3 on my Blizzard account, or, whatever, like, Battle.net, right, whatever. I, I do too, yeah. Like, you can't get that original version anymore. It's now re always reforged. And so, like, I mean, Warcraft 3 at the time, you know, it's, like, 2 gigabyte download or whatever. Now it's, like, 24, because it's download the work, you know, the reforged assets, even if you don't use them or have access to them. So like all the all like the old Warcraft three stuff like the you know clan system and the tournament system is all gone. Oh, so I could basically just throw away my Warcraft three discs then. <laughs> no, no, I mean, that's the thing. You have to you keep them because people find a workaround. Like so you have to like install the game, patch it to like one point two seven, I think. That's like before all the battle on the integration, and then you can play that. And that's like the you know the like the the version you want or the the only thing that's is it like left? Yeah, I mean that's that's a that's, typical Blizzard thing in a way. That's but, a typical Activision thing. That's <laughs> yeah, but well, today's Blizzard, I would say. Yeah, like just I, I think it's it's telling to me that like you promised something two years ago, the game doesn't live up to that. Uh, the stuff about people getting mad about 
that they totally own anything that you make in there. Like that I mean, every, one's not that big a deal. Like I, I think, think every Eula pie has it at this point. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I know that. I, I'm just saying, like, I think a lot of people made a big deal about that, and it's like, well, I mean, that's yeah, normal. That's you're making a big deal about nothing for that. But well, the reason people are pissed, because, you know, because they're. I mean, it's in there really because, like, you know, Blizzard lost Dota. Right. And it's, you guys didn't want it originally, so. <laughs> right, and then they had to go make Heroes of the Storm, and it was. The blockbuster not... adult still is. Yeah, right. So. Uh, but even like work, like Reforged, like doesn't work right. Like, I saw videos, and like the units move so slow. And it's like, why are they moving? I think it's like twenty frames a second. And it's mm-hmm. like this this game doesn't run at that. Why are the units work, work, like walking at that speed? <laughs> well, that's I yeah. It just doesn't make any sense of why this is so bad for them, and then they're all having to come out and be like, "Oh, it's just been a bad week. It's been a bad week. It's it's been a bad time right now with Warcraft Reforge." And like this was I, yeah. Go ahead. I. Uh, I'm just curious, like, what has been the last positive WoW or Blizzard stuff? It had to be like WoW Classic. Yeah, WoW Classic. Yeah, and that wasn't no one... really them. That was them having to give into the community because yeah, that was, that. Like, that was them having like dragged their feet into this thing. And it's like, what's wrong with you know? Because I know like the WoW numbers like basically doubled because of WoW Classic. And it's like, right. shouldn't this tell you something that like maybe? The head of your, you know, the company or you know, your your division and or whatever. People just keep leaving as well. Yeah, like high level people. It's like what? Like you know, if they want to do Warcraft Classic or, or I mean, work for, uh, Warcraft Reforged, that's fine. What you do is you split off Warcraft Three from Reforged, or you do it with what they do in those Halo anniversary collections, and then you switch at will between old and new. Because, like, their, their line of, like, oh, we want to preserve, you know, how the old scenes looked. It's like, no, you don't. Because why would your trailer have, your initial reveal trailer have that, like, good camera work in it then? You want, <laughs> that you're that's, still no, it's called, we don't want to spend more money on this than we already have to make yeah. it look like the way we promised. And, and it doesn't look that good. That's, like, the, <laughs> that's the most depressing part, actually. <laughs> And that's the whole point of a remaster is you want the game to look good. And we're and when we're talking about a PC game, we're not talking about um you know, something that you're trying to from like um you know, it, we're not talking about something that was on a older console that you're now just having to upscale to another console or whatever. You know, this is something where you gave us what it could look like, and then you did not do that at all. So, and it's it's equally baffling that they, like StarCraft Remastered, did well, or right? that was completely fine. Mm-hmm. No, I mean but... it cha- seemed like one or two things, but like people were happy with that thing. You know, just a okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's telling now. I think that like more and more you keep seeing this. Activision is really putting their hand in, and we're starting to see, like... And 
throttling blizzard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like we're throttling to where this isn't looking good. This is getting a lot of bad publicity. This is getting, you know, like, uh, I can't imagine blizzard in themselves thought, let's go to BlizzCon and announce a mobile game. That's really going to just make our fans so happy. We're going to have to wait another year to announce the Diablo 4 that they really want. You know, it's like that that all seems to not come from Blizzard itself. It seems to come from somebody else that says, look, we need to start up in this bottom line. We need to start making more money, you know, and all this stuff. I I honestly think that Diablo Immortal is never going to come out in the States. It'll come out in, like, Korea and Japan, like, you know, China, and that's it. You don't think it'll come out here? Like, I think people will play it and, you know. Uh, I, think, I think it already has such a toxic cloud around it. I mean, even if it was, like, was a good one of those games, I I think it just would not work out well for them if they put it out here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I think there's a... With the way mobile games get played now, I think... There's a bigger chance of it redeeming itself, uh, and and all those people that were hating it could say, "Well, it's actually good." I mean, that might that might be they might say that if it was just a reskin of that other half a dozen other of those Korea Korean games. (laughs) Well, we'll see what happens, but I I just can't imagine Blizzard and Activision not decide just deciding, "Oh, we're not going to release that." here you know yeah i mean i think well let me put it this way i guess i should rephrase i think it will come out i don't think it should come out (laughs) yeah i don't think this is a call of duty online situation like this is you've already announced it at blizzcon like you kind of have to have it come out now here um well i mean maybe this is good news for uh, Diablo 4, at least, and Blizzard, Rod Ferguson, the Gears 5 director and head of Microsoft's Coalition Studio, is leaving Coalition Studio. This is a guy that's had a hand in every single Gears of War game. And one way he or was, another... He was at Epic, I think, for a while. Yeah, or... <laughs> well, right, when Epic was the one doing doing Gears. Um, he's now joining Blizzard to oversee the Diablo franchise. I mean, he's leaving one big game franchise to join another much bigger game franchise, but still like, I mean, that's, that's good news for Blizzard at least. So yeah, I mean, I, I'd hate to, I hate to see Rod Ferguson go, but uh, I wonder when the next gears is even going to come out. I mean, we know gears tax is coming. Uh, wow. So you think that's the end of this month. So that's the gears game. I'm actually, I, I want to play. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for it too. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just like th- this I, is kind of a shock, and I, w- I want to see what he's going to do, how involved he is going to be in Diablo Four, and what, what that really means. He's just overseeing, but yeah. I honestly, I mean, they would never do it, but it'd be nice if they just kicked uh, Bobby Kotick to the curb and had this guy like running Activision. <laughs> uh, they won't do it. Like you said, they won't. And Bobby yeah. Kotick has got probably way too many people that he knows. That... He's probably got so much like bad dirt on people. <laughs> I don't know that he... you could but, uh, kick him out unless he just did something really bad. But I think it's, I mean, he's the reason I think that like 
you know, Activision is in the place they're at, and especially like Blizzard and stuff. Yeesh. Well, <laughs> Blizzard, yeah, certainly, um, they're in the place they're at because of Activision. But I mean, Activision well, keeps coasting on Call of Duty, and, and until that is stopped, and uh, I don't think that you're gonna see them change much of what they do. Which is only one thing. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, if you didn't know, there's going to be a Call of Duty coming in 2020. Um, yeah, I so... saw, I saw, uh, I think it was Bleeding Cool had a headline of that, like, new Call of Duty confirmed for 2020. And my response was, no shit. <laughs> like, they've made a Call of Duty every year since 2005. Like, what's what's the next big story going to be? They're going to announce a new Madden game for 2020? <laughs> What new well, yeah. FIFA? <laughs> but this this could be Black Ops Five with Black Ops returning with a single player game because Four didn't have one. So no, this will be the, this will be the off here. This will be the uh... no. They they remember they removed Sledgehammer from making this. No, I, I know so. they did. Well, okay, but if they did that, the schemes aren't gonna have a story. I don't think because they couldn't even get it working in Black Ops Four. <laughs> well, no, Black Ops Four they didn't want to. They wanted to do the no battle royale they want to do they just didn't have enough time well they say that but i don't know because why right. why is there a bunch of story content in, the, in that in the game in the, in, to begin with well they they wanted to do it like you said they wanted to do it but they also kind of were trying to test the waters to see if people would buy a call of duty game without the single player and i mean it worked for them but this was a. I remember us talking about this last year, um, uh, of there were rumors that they were going to have Treyarch make it, and it was going to be Black Ops Five, and then, you know, this story comes out, and then people have to go backwards and remember that the, there was reports out that this could be it. Now, Activision obviously is not saying anything one way or the other, but. It wouldn't really surprise me if it was Black Ops Five, because I mean Black Ops is one of the one that usually sells the most. So. No. Nah. Uh, what they need to do is make a Call of Duty Ghost too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one everybody wants. So it's all. Let's play that, I and mean, maybe they can redeem themselves. The Call of Duty Ghost Two will be good. So. Yep. Uh, you know that'll that'll be the one that uh, everybody is is pining after. So, uh, Sony is trying to get their hat in the ring of the whole. Let's use data to see if we can help players try to figure out when they're lost and how to get going again. Uh, Ubisoft kind of does this. Uh, Mar- Nintendo does it. Yeah, Nintendo does it. Um, the Stadia made a whole big deal about it, where you can watch a streamer and start right there, and, and ha- it doesn't work at all. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work, and like you know, you could find a walkthrough and go right there while you're playing, which that doesn't work either. And yeah. so, Sony. Well, Stadia, Stadia doesn't work, does it? <laughs> well, yeah, Stadia, Stadia works, but not in the way that they said it would. Uh, so. I mean, Ubisoft works pretty well. 
Uh, it's this is Sony patent, so we may not see it come out for a while. But I mean, obviously, this would be something that the PS5 would do, and I'm always down for something that saves my time. So if they integrate this into games going forward for the PS5, I'm down with that. Like, you know, I mean, I assume you have. I mean, you have a laptop. Like, I assume that if you ever get stuck in a game, you just bust open YouTube or GameFAQs and go, okay. Right, yeah, now I could do that, right? I mean, like, GameFAQs, you don't even need GameFAQs that much anymore because... Uh, YouTube, you, can, you know. You can just go to YouTube and watch somebody play it and know exactly yeah. where what you're supposed to do. <laughs> so... Um, I mean, I'm, surprised, I'm really surprised GameFAQs doesn't try to, like, integrate that or, like, have a section set up for video walkthroughs. Is it, well, GameFAQs is owned by GameSpot. Yeah, CBS. Um, yeah, CBS. <laughs> so, uh, they don't have their own because Amazon owns Twitch and Google owns YouTube. So they don't really have their own. They'd have to I pay mean, Google or pay Amazon to integrate. They can just well, they can just partner with like Google. I mean, how like yeah. giant bomb videos are all up on Google or on up on YouTube. <laughs> right. I mean, they are, but that's because you can put anything on YouTube if you want. But I mean, exactly. <laughs> Just yeah, you but know, I, have a, a well, not like host a video on GameFAQs, but like link to it or say, you know, this is the video walkthrough for Breath of the Wild or whatever. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm surprised to that too. But I think GameFAQs kind of just <laughs> they kind of just set- have to exist. <laughs> I think GameFAQs are still stuck in 1996. <laughs> yeah, it's like game rankings where they finally died because they stayed stuck in 1996 too. So, um, I still go to GameFAQs sometimes when I just want to read oh, yeah. something and not have to watch a video for 20 minutes or scroll through the video for 20 minutes to try to find where the hell I am. Yeah, but yeah. find find part 30. You know. You're in some game and you watch like part 37 of some walkthrough. It's like, wait, is this before? Or after where I am. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of the walkers, they don't even tell you where they are in the game. It's just part 37. It's like, oh, well, great. Let me figure out where the hell you are now. It's, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, this is a neat idea. I'd love to see uh, Microsoft and Sony do something like this that would that would help you find uh, your way. And it's kind of like the, the thing that's uh, in Death Stranding, where you leave stuff out there for people to know how to get to the route that you're supposed to go to and all that. Yeah, that works great. It does work great. And not now, because if you try to find it now, that stuff's not there. But if you played it when the game came out... The week week when it was popular? Yeah. (laughs) Well, now they took out... Didn't they take out the the thing where, like, the BTs get in the way? Yeah, I think they, like, you can turn them off or on, essentially. Well, that's cool. At least they make it easier to get around in the game. So, uh, well, uh, Netflix. This this kind of goes together because Resident Evil Eight also got some information uh, last week. Uh, so Resident Evil had a Netflix a description leaked on Netflix. There was a rumor I think last year that Netflix may have been making a live action. Uh, show for Resident Evil and why not after Resident Evil 2 Remake made such a big push last year and Resident Evil 7 was such well received I mean the movies shouldn't have 
been made that much, but you know, whatever. Or uh, at all. Or at all. And and we've seen what Netflix was able to do with The Witcher, so maybe you could trust them a little bit more with video game stuff. Uh, let me let me let me ask something. Aside from so- this new Sonic movie, which I've heard is actually like not terrible. Yeah. Uh, do you think games work better as a TV show than or TV series than a, than movies? Yeah, I mean, I I think Sonic works as a movie because it's also like, it's a kids movie. It's like a fun kids movie. Like it's not, you don't have yeah. to like go deep with the story and really try to you know like. But, I mean, the only like honestly, the only good like game movies like Mortal Kombat and that's right and, and that's because you don't have to go you can do whatever the frick you want with that because it's so crazy like you don't no, you no. Don't have... Mortal Com- the Mortal Kombat is the one that stayed as faithful as possible to the source material well that's what I'm saying though like you could literally do the Mortal Kombat stories that are in the games right now as a movie and it'd be fine like but that's what I'm saying like Resident Evil didn't work as a movie because of Alice. <laughs> well, yes, but they tried to do stuff that like didn't work. Like I think as a TV show, even if you wanted to do stuff that's based on the actual games and not like a, in its own universe, I think you could work it that way because you have the episodes to be able to tell stories and and flesh out those characters that you can't do in a movie. You know, yeah. so I think this work and the same thing with like Witcher, you can take two books of that um, series and make it into the first eight or however. I don't know how many books are. I think it's actually like the short stories that were used for the first Netflix season. So like you can do that and you can say, OK, this is season one is taking this part and, you know, and all that like they did with Game of Thrones and all that stuff. So like I just think that. I agree with you. Um, you know, if that Zelda show ever comes, I no, think that, I that'll never happen. <laughs> I'm not going to say no, because I didn't know that there was going to be another Mario, but I think that's the same thing. Like, it, I think it's hard to, like if you're doing an animated or 3d animated Mario movie, I think that's hard to screw up. Um, yeah. I've been talking to a friend of mine. She, she's actually like a big Mario fan, like Mario 64 in particular, but I've been telling her we need to watch the Mario movie and she like knows nothing about it. Yeah. And I'm like, it's like a fucking fever dream. Like <laughs> it has nothing to do with Mario and it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, just to, just to go to the, the Netflix description here. So this is, Discussing the town of Clearfield, Maryland, uh, has long stood in the shadow of the three seemingly unrelated behemoths, the Umbrella Corporation, the decommissioned Greenwood Asylum, and Washington, D.C. Today, 26 years after the discovery of the T-virus, secrets held by the three will start to be revealed at the first signs of the outbreak. So, I'm guessing this is like a prequel to Resident Evil's, which would be good. Cause oh, I think sounds like, a, sounds like a sequel. Maybe? I don't know. Because it's didn't he just say like 26 years after the T virus was released? Oh, at the discovery of the T virus. Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> never mind. I'm, it's late. So yeah, I mean, honestly, you can make a game. You can make a TV show out of every, out of every one of those games. Like having like eight episode mm-hmm. Resident Evil one movie, or you know, a TV show. I should say sorry, but you know, eight hour Resident Evil two TV show. But they don't want to do that because I. 
I don't think they, they have faith in their games as like stories. And it's like, yeah. I mean, I think well, they're also dipping their toe in the water. Like, let's see how this goes. And then the baffling part to me is they allowed that jackass Paul W.S. Anderson to fuck up Resident Evil so bad. And then they gave him Monster Hunter. It's like, what? Didn't you see how this worked in the first place? Like, want to give him now your most popular franchise? Well, I mean... Where he's going to catch it, a stupid wife these in Resident again? Evil games, These Resident Evil movies did make money. So it's not like... It's not the purpose of those movies anyways. They're just trying to make money. They're not really trying to make them good. Okay, for that last one, I think the last one didn't do too well. Well, I don't know, you're way long in the tooth there at that point, but it's like... Also, I think, I think, I mean, Monster Hunter and Resident Evil have different, way different fan bases. Yeah, but there's a lot they could just really... The thing is, like, Monster Hunter, it's like, it's a creative character, and all you really, I mean... Like, there's well, way too much minutia in Monster Hunter, like, what are you gonna... You, you know what it is, right? Yeah. No, oh, the movie prem- the movie premise is uh, portals open up in the you know our world where the monsters come out. Yeah. And Mila Jovovich is action army chick along with Ron Perlman, and they fight the monsters in tanks. Oh Jesus! At least okay. like that. That's what I gleaned from like the synopsis or whatever, and I'm like, what? Huh? That's that's really Monster Hunter, folks. That's that's unnecessary. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, this is the Wikipedia synopsis, so who knows if it's true or not. Uh, United Nations military team falls into a portal to an alternate world where hunters fight giant monsters. The two groups then uh, come together to, to defend the portal to defeat the monsters from invading Earth. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> sure. It sounds like half a dozen other movies that were already better, like, you know... Pacific Rim or Battleship or <laughs> crap like that. Whatever. I mean, the Resident Evil Netflix show should be way better than that. So, I mean, they could make a, they could make a uh, Captain Commando TV show and be better than this. <laughs> Where is the uh, Netflix Netflix TV show of Strider? <laughs> Hey, do it. Why not? Why not? This, this is. Yeah. This is, I mean, it's if they can make it work, it could certainly be like the next thing where even like, well, taking... even even the Netflix cart, you know, like that Castlevania show's good. <laughs> oh, that's really good. The freaking the anime, yeah, and the season three comes out in March, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. They they really hit on the nail with the. And it's I also, see, it helps that they don't have to do filler. Like it's they're short. I could see if I mean I don't think Nintendo will ever like make a, like a live action show, honestly. Mm. But if they made a bunch of like animated shows that were actually good, not like fucking Super Mario Brothers Power Hour, all that other garbage in the late eighties. Then Super Show was funny. It was fine. No. It was... <laughs> For the eighties, like come on, it's Captain Lou Albano. He was being awesome. Or Captain N. No, okay, that's that's not, that's like mm-hmm. that was pandering. Like, <laughs> but uh, 
I mean, I could see, I, I could see that, like, I don't think a like a like a Metroid show would ever actually like work. Oh, that'd be like awesome. a real life show, but I think like a cartoon show or a cartoon. Oh, could you sure. imagine like Ridley Scott got to direct like the Metroid show? That'd be amazing. Yeah, he'd really do that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he would. But... Um, and, instead, I... they would get uh, Werner Herzog to do it. That'd be awesome. Didn't the also. guy that that wants to do the Metroid Solid movie also want to do Metroid movie? Yeah. Jordan okay, yeah. Roberts or whatever his name is. Yeah. He's still trying to work up funding for the Metal Gear movie, which will never happen. No. <laughs> Unless Konami decides to just fund it themselves, it's not going to happen. Uh, so, all right. I mentioned that Resident Evil 8 uh, has already gotten the rumors that that is being made as the Residents of Evil YouTube channel, who is very good about releasing Resident Evil information, Basically says that Resident Evil 8 will be first person. It's going to have Ethan return as a protagonist. And, you know, Eurogamer is kind of reporting the same stuff here. So, uh, I mean, and why not when Resident Evil 7 was really good? And, you know, um, you should make a sequel to that game. Or perhaps not a direct sequel, but just another one in that vein. Uh, Crest Redfield will also come back, and there's going to be werewolves and ghosts and all that stuff. All, uh, all the typical Resident Evil staples. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, are you, would you really be excited for Resident Evil 8? I No, I didn't play 7, so I have no attachment to whatever thing they're doing now. I just want Resident Evil 3 and then Code Veronica when they, whenever they do that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I love 7. I didn't get to play, like, a ton of it, and it's awesome in VR, so that's a thing, too. Um, You know, so 8 getting to be made, and it perhaps being in a different... I think it's it's supposed to be in a castle side of settings, so I'm totally down for that. You're talking, like, Resident Evil 4 was supposed to originally be that. That's what Devil May Cry became. Hey... If it wasn't first person, but like original Resident Evil Four had like Leon in a castle with ghosts. <laughs> hey, why not use it for another game years later? That's still a good idea. So, what, what is what is the virus going to be called? The G like the the ghost virus, the GH virus. Yeah. Or it's still the T virus, it just somehow affects ghosts, uh, or just it'll the ghosts will be something. The ghosts will be they'll be ectoplasm. It'll be the yeah. E virus. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Though, and the T virus just affected werewolves or something now. Whatever. The L virus, the lycanthropy. Yeah. <laughs> offshoot. Exactly. It just it turned the people into werewolves instead. And that's that's what we're like the or- here. Sounds like the Order eighteen eighty seven or whatever that stupid game was called. Yeah, eighty six. <laughs> Close. That's how much you hated it. You can't even remember yeah. the number. <laughs> I, I remember 1800, and it's like 80-something. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of more people leaving places, and it could be for negative reasons, because there was a report not too long ago that some Take-Two was starting to push Rockstar into, hey, you, kinda, you guys need to kind of make more games and just like one every... 10 years or whatever. Um, I mean, you know, yeah, sure. But also if that game 
is in the you know near the top of the sales chart seven years later. <laughs> like, I wouldn't push him too hard. <laughs> right. Um. So it may be because of that. Because if you Dan Hauser, one of the Hauser brothers that started Rockstar Games. And he's pretty much touched everything that has been a thing for uh, Rockstar. He's the like head writer on Bully. Yeah. Um, he's been involved in you know Red, the Red Deads and the Grand Theft Autos. Like everything had to go through the Hauser brothers. Everything, every single little thing, um, was either Dan or Sam Hauser's thing to have to say yes or no to, and. Also, to find out that, like, just for them to even start working on a new game meant that you're, you've are you now committed to five or six years of your life. And he took a break after Red Dead Redemption 2 in November 2018, and I think he's probably kind of looking at that and going, wow, if we even... Because I think there's a report where he... He says he doesn't even know what they would do with Grand Theft Auto 6 because there's so much... Because of how the world has changed, that whatever we do is going to make people pissed off. So, do we even make a Grand Theft Auto 6 at this point? <laughs> like, so I think all of that combined, knowing that, man, that's another five years or whatever of my life that I'm having to commit to. Maybe he just didn't want to deal with that. I um, mean, he's been there for a long time. I I think for like if they were going to do like a Resident Evil, or not Resident Evil, GTA 6, uh, I think the the seventies would be a good like setting for it because mm-hmm. they already did the, they did the eighties and then like the early nineties, right? And they like their historical crap. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like you know, he's leaving. I think it would be hilarious if he joined up with uh, Leslie Benzies at his company. You know, <laughs> that Amazon. I think it's called like everything or. It's not. I don't know if it's everything. He's doing like some weird game, uh, like at Amazon. It's supposed to be like a, you know, a GTA knockoff or something. Yeah, it's called Everywhere. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's at Amazon, so that means it'll never come out. Yep. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, do you think it's more of a okay? He's kind of just done everything you're gonna do and he wants to do something else, or you think it could just be like, oh, well, now we're going to have to make more games in a faster amount of time? Like, I'm not down with that. It's like... Well, I'm sure it is some... I'm sure it's burnout, but I mean, Rockstar used to make more games. Like, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, the PS2 era, like, they came well, out with games. Well, I mean, like... they also kind of needed it at that point, right? I mean, they had, what, three GTAs in three years? Uh, maybe four, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, no, they used to like also just make other games. I think that's I the thing. Like, I love the te- the table tennis game. That game is good. Like, you remember they used to like make like Midnight Club. <laughs> yeah, I love Midnight Club. It's still my favorite arcade racing series. But and they will Man- probably won't bring it back. And Manhunt. <laughs> uh, Could have done without that. But cool. I'd love to see a bully too. I mean, that's what everyone wants. Right. But that's why we won't get it. <laughs> I guess they could now if they're if Take-Two's wanting them to be like, hey, 
I mean, I'm, I'm, ha we're happy with your what Grand Theft Auto Five's been able to do and Red Dead Two, but it's like, hey, maybe let's make something else too. Like, I wonder, it would be interesting to find out if like Dan Hauser ever explicitly says why. Um, you know, uh, Sam Hauser is now just head of everything there at Rockstar. Everything will be all right. It's, until he gets um, until he gets forced out, also. I, know, I just wonder. I wonder if there's other things there that will ever come see the light of day. But like I a mean, Max Payne Four. <laughs> that's a huge thing for Rockstar. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, it's like the equivalent of like me and Moto leaving Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like it's a huge deal, and I wonder what that means. But obviously, Rockstar's not hurt right now, but I wonder when that next game comes out, what that will mean. Yeah. I imagine that, like, let's say, let's say it's a GTA 6, just as an example. I imagine it will have a lot of the same, it'll have similar humor, but it'll be more coarse, or more stupid. Or not as, like, satirical, let's say that. Yeah, probably not. It'll be a little more, like, in-your-face, like Borderlands or something like, stupid like that. <laughs> I hope not. Well, maybe not that. De maybe not to that degree, but it'll be like leaning more towards that than. Because say what you want about GTA, but it always has like good writing in it, or like you know. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the head writers, so that's the thing. Is like, how much will that be affected as well? Because he's involved with a lot of the reason why it has the the great writing it has. Yeah. Well, definitely have to. See what comes of that if we see an announcement for the next Rockstar game for next gen, relatively soon or not. All right, It'll be, finally. Uh, like I said, Max Payne 4. <laughs> finally, uh, something that we'd heard about, uh, probably the biggest story from last week, and too bad we don't have Jens here to discuss it because I know he's a big fan of Wonderful 101. And it is getting a, it's got a Kickstarter campaign, it's already over. What a hundred million? No, I mean one million. Yeah, one million. Sorry. I think if I got a hundred million, people would be a little more shocked. Yeah. It's one. It's over one million already founded. There's so many stretch goals. I think they already hit the PC and PS4 stretch goal, or they're about. Yep. They were about to. I think they passed it because I think that, yeah. that was like I think PS4 was like five hundred grand. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about PC, but. That's not too hard. <laughs> and this will also be self-published, which is, you know, we had just talked about that the week before, that Tencent putting money into them was going to allow them to self-publish. So we've already seen what this is going to do. Uh, they're also, they've already reached, if they reach 1.5 million, they get to make a 2D side-scrolling adventure, Luca's first mission. And, just like uh, that uh, Bloodstained game, probably, or like the Mighty yeah. Number no. 9 thing. <laughs> or like, um, what's the freaking... The Beautiful Joe? Yeah. Kind of, I guess. I don't think it'll be like that good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is cool. For people that have that are big, huge, wonderful 101 fans that were saying, oh, there's no way they can do this because it's got too much too much stuff that the Wii U, you need it for the Wii U and all that. And um, So this is cool that... This is getting major people. I think this is cool. I mean, this just gets gets me a chance to play it because I didn't get to play it on the Wii U at all. So that's like yeah. that's the weird thing is like I know it, 
it got it kind of mixed reviews when it came out. Like, you know, it has a really good art style and it looks cool, you know. But it has a lot of touch oriented controls. Right. So yeah. I wondered how we they're gonna the do that. Game. Yeah. Cause I know like you can turn your minions into like a long blade. And if you just press the button, the, the blade is like half strength or whatever. But on, if you draw, drew it on the Wii U tablet, then it was like full strength and like a lot bigger. So, are this kind of like a painting interface of Okami or what? <laughs> yeah, they could. I mean, why not draw from another Platinum game? Yeah. Um, I guess they were saying, uh, I mean, Platinum like announced four projects in the works and like Wonderful 101 is like one of them. Uh, so people are kind of speculating about what's going to be the other three. Well, they, like, they already have two in the works, right? Like Bayonetta three and no, no, this is this is different from that. Also, uh, yeah, people are like hoping for like scale bound, you know, for them to bring that back, like yeah. you know, by themselves, or you know, for them just to do it. I mean, I don't see why Microsoft would say no. So like. If they're self-publishing and they could put it on Xbox One, because it's interesting that there's not even a Xbox One goal for this. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if Microsoft would say, well, you have to make it for Xbox. To, to be we'll fair, say, okay. there's not an Xbox goal for a lot of games these days. <laughs> well, come on now. <laughs> Almost everything that's cross-platform, unless it's like a Japanese developer, which obviously but, that's the reason why not, but... But, you know, people are seeing, like, Scalebound or even, like, a remaster of Nier. Yeah, or I saw Dragon Guard 4 as well. Yeah. Which, that would be cool. I like Dragon Guard 3 a lot. Or, hey, Okami 2 would be pretty nice. Oh, that would (laughs) be awesome. But most of the original Okami people are nowhere to be found. Yeah, that's going to be fun. To, yeah, and that game's see. due out in, like, April. <laughs> yeah, fast. So, they must have been working on it for... Did they... Did Tencent be like, hey, you guys can start working on this, but... No, because, I mean, I think it would have taken more, a lot longer for that to happen. Right. <laughs> but good on them. Like, if, you know, if it actually makes the April goal, that'd be, that'd be really nice. <laughs> it would be. Yeah, definitely for it to be out that quick. Okay, uh, that's it for the news. We're going to do this uh, main topic here, uh, which probably, again, won't take very long because, again, <laughs> I said there's no Activision. There's not a lot of Activision uh, properties that realistically could... Okay, so let's throw the ones we know out of the way. Let, we know that they're... Okay, Call of Duty is obvious. That's already been uh, thrown out there. Uh, Diablo, we already know is a Diablo 4. Um, Cabela gets games made all the time, so that's not really a thing. Overwatch already has an Overwatch 2 coming. Uh, we saw what happened with Warcraft 3 Reforged, which those are a lot of those are blizzards. Um, okay, and there's sort of already a rumor of Crash getting a temple. Oh, what? Well, it's not a rumor, it's confirmed Crash has got like a temple run style mobile game coming. Yeah. Uh, which makes me believe that definitely. I don't know what else? is there another crash game they could remaster. I mean, they could do the later ones, but they weren't that good or memorable. Yeah. You know, and cared about them. Okay, so they could they could, they could remaster Crash Bash. 
guess. That's... <laughs> uh, I think there's more likely that there's just a new Crash game that's going yeah. to be announced, I think. Other than that, what the heck could they remaster? Like, what, are you going to uh, do a remaster of Pitfall? And, like, they'll just re-release, they'll, they'll release uh, Uncharted with Pitfall Harry as the uh, model. <laughs> It'll be the same exact game as Un- Uncharted. Well, I think I mean, the the other big one I've seen is people wanting a Tony Hawk remaster. They, they tried that and failed already. <laughs> what, second time is a charm? <laughs> yeah, I mean... Plus, I think I think for him specifically, he got really burned by that Tony Hawk 5. Right. So, I mean, I think they would like to, or I think they... I mean, they might want to, but I think he would say, fuck you. Like, <laughs> unless you're going to pay me a whole bunch of money. <laughs> Right. Um, I don't think getting a remaster of Geometry Wars anything is like that big a deal that you're. I mean, well, unless they're literally... like, well, Geo War Three didn't exactly light anyone on fire. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Again, like unless you're, I, the only thing I can think of is that they're just gonna remaster another Call of Duty game. Like Call of Duty Three. Let's go. Yeah. Or, did they do? I mean, I they could... did Modern Warfare One, right? And then Modern yeah. Warfare. Two? I think I think they did the the online in Modern Warfare two. Yeah. Or maybe the single. They they didn't do the full thing. I think they either did the single player or the multiplayer or one or the other, but I don't know which. which. I mean, then... the games I like to see like they couldn't do like a remaster. They'd have to just redo them. Or, I mean, but King's Quest and Space Quest. Yeah. King's Quest. I mean, for I, sure, yeah. no, no, sorry. Uh, Space Quest and Police Quest. They already, they already did King's Quest. Hmm. And they own the, the that uh, SWAT franchise. Like they could do another SWAT game. Yeah, or remaster and SWAT. Well, SWAT Four Golden was pretty good, or SWAT Four. Yeah. Well, Golden was like the complete package. But I mean, when that got announced on God, people went like insane. Like they're like, finally, this game's back. You know, back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and Guitar Hero is their other big one, and that's not getting. There's no reason for. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they don't own Empire Earth. Yeah, the problem with Activision is 85 to 90% of their catalog is licensed crap, or li- like licensed stuff. So it's like, okay, they did the uh, Spider-Man games, you know, for PS2 and Xbox. They're not going to remaster those. <laughs> or they did like, the, you know, a few GoldenEye games, or, you know, 007 games. I don't yeah. see that happening anytime soon. <laughs> Yeah, I don't either. Like, and they had the Marvel license for a while. They had Transformers license for a while. They had Ninja Turtles. Jurassic uh, Park. Dra- yeah, Jurassic Park. Uh, Jurassic, so. Jurassic, the hunted, but, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's the thing is Activision is more of a publisher than a developer for, you know, a long part of their history, if not much more of it now. So... What are they going to do? A remaster of Star Trek Away Team? Like, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would either have to be games that, like, nobody ever freaking thought of getting remastered, or it has to be, like, the just, oh, they're going to remaster two different Call of Duties. Yeah. I mean, because they did Black Ops 2, right? Uh, no. Or didn't they make it to where, like, you got a free copy of Black Ops 2 with 4 or something? Wasn't there a 
pre-order bonus that you got something with uh, Black Ops 4 forgetting the game or something like that um, or one of them so one of the it's one of the very recent ones you got um, you got so, well you got Call of Duty Re- uh, Modern Warfare Remastered when you got Infinity right yes War, that one I remember yeah I think that, I think that was actually about it Oh, I think it's um, Black Ops 2, like, Unlock. If you got it on Xbox, like, Black Ops 2. Oh, I mean, um, they, they might have done that, but that, that yeah. would have just been, like, the 360 version. That wasn't, like, right. a re, redone version or anything. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I mean, uh, who did this? Let me look this up real quick. They should do another Street Hoops game. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Why not? I mean, yeah, like, I'm looking at their, uh, you know, their list of games, and it's like, well, a lot of a lot of Transformer stuff, but they don't own that. You know, Tony Hawk, they own that, but they can't do any more of those unless they sign another contract with them. You know. Yeah. It, like, their, their games are kind of depressing, actually. Yeah, it's like, again, like, what are you, you going to remaster Vigilante 8? It's like... They already did that. Like, they did it for the 360. Yeah, I mean, it's, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, remaster yeah. again? Like, that's the thing. Is a lot of the stuff that they they own is stuff that, like... Okay, I think Tony Hawk, people, like, want Skate really bad. And, like, if you made a really good Tony Hawk remaster, I think people would be down for that. Um I think, but a lot of that, what made Tony Hawk also is the music and how much of that are you going to be able to get back. And, uh, you know, Guitar Hero, you're not going to waste the time doing that again. And uh, so it's just, I think you're, if you're doing anything, it's like doing new games in these franchises, like, are you, or, or like doing more of those remakes like Spyro and, and Crash, it's just. And they don't, like, after Spyro and Crash, I'm kind of like, what do you really have that makes me go, oh, yeah, I want a remaster of that? Yeah. You know, it's, I, I think it has to be like, a, oh, we're remastering Call of Duty again, or, or another Call of Duty, or, or like, or Blizzard remastering another, uh, another one, like, D- Diablo 2. Maybe like. Well, they've been talking about doing that for a while. Like, but especially with how Warcraft Three reforged it, I imagine those uh, hopes have been dimmed quite a bit. <laughs> or maybe it's knowing Activision has been like, okay, well, this Diablo one better fucking work then, because you know you guys screwed it up on the Warcraft one. Or my yeah. response would be, you didn't give us enough money or time to do the Warcraft one yeah. correctly. So what do you expect? That's what yeah, I would like, imagine. Yeah. Like, yeah, just, I mean, Activision, as a as an entity, they're not a developer. They're a publisher. They just mm-hmm. own developers. So, so yeah. yeah that's I actually saw that, uh, I think they published it, that Ghostbusters re- reimagined or yeah, the remastered. Mm-hmm. I saw that for sale today for like 15 bucks. <laughs> 
Yeah. And it, on this on the Switch version, no less. I'm like, huh. Eh. All right. Right. All right. Well, I I did say it wasn't going to be very long. So um, yeah. Or just make a new Zork game. That's what everyone really wants. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just make a new Zork game. That's so. Let's just talk about games that are coming out. And yesterday, technically yesterday. We saw the Yakuza 5 is out, so now it's the entire Yakuza Remastered Collection is available. If you want to buy it, which I would totally recommend, you do so. Uh, the Dead Cells DLC is out, Bad Seed. Uh, uh, Reed Remastered is out as well. Under Hero is out for consoles. Um, and... Uh, the Street Fighter Five Champion Edition is coming out tomorrow. Florence is coming to PC and Switch tomorrow, which that's a really good game. You should check it out. Damon X Machina comes to PC tomorrow as well. Uh, Azure Lane Crosswave, which is uh, based off an anime where you, the where girls are ships. Not joking. Uh, That's does... one of Yenza's favorite animes, actually. Oh, really? All right, I think it's like there's like two different animes based on that concept, and I think that might be the wrong one or something. But I was like, Azure okay. Lane, yeah, I hear a lot about Azure Lane. I just don't. I yeah, I. Uh, ID Factory keeps sending me press releases for this constantly, so I'm like, okay, I don't know that I'm ever gonna watch this anime, but cool. Uh, Glass Masquerade Two, which I remember Glass Masquerade One being actually pretty good. Uh, is coming to Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Dark Side of Genesis comes to consoles as well. That's not, a, that's not a bad game. I played. That, I mean, I played the PC version, and I'd recommend it, especially if you can find someone else to play it with. Definitely. Uh, and Dreams is the big game that comes out on Friday. So, yeah. well, I mean, it's been in what? early access, but what yeah. Railway Empire for the Switch isn't the big game. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so if you've been waiting for the full version of Dreams, which I'm excited, I'm kind of interested in the single player um, aspect. Uh, that's probably one that you know I'll wait on. I'm not gonna, not necessarily saying I want to jump on it now, but uh, yeah. And Snack World: The Dungeon Crawl, I think, is also the sort of big game for the Switch uh, this week. And yeah, uh, next week. Will be uh, Bayonet, the Bayonet and Vanquish, re, you know, remaster collection. Hunt Showdown comes to consoles next week, and the uh, you'll start seeing the Kingdom Hearts games show up on Xbox next Great. week as well. So if for some reason you still have not played Kingdom Hearts and you only own the Xbox, uh, there you go. The, you'll start seeing them. Uh, which I don't know why Kingdom Hearts 2.8 is the one that you're... I guess because it's the closest to Kingdom Hearts 3 is the yeah. first one that you start seeing. Uh, but, yeah. There's that happening as well. And, oh yeah, Smash Tennis and uh, comes to the Switch for the uh, Nintendo Online thing. Which, yeah, they announced like some more uh, yeah. old console games for the Switch, like SNES and NES games. But yeah, 
none, none that you care about. Two <laughs> or are like that... never released here, but there are games that like okay, I wasn't really waiting for Smash Tennis and uh, what a Pop and B. Yeah. Pop and Twin B, sorry. Uh, yeah. So there's that. But all right. Um, was there something else I was supposed to? No, that's it. So definitely. Uh, go check that, that check out that w2net.com if you like what you heard. Uh, make sure you hit subscribe so you get anytime we uh, do a show. It's there in your feed, and you know review if you care to. And yeah, we'll be back on next week with more to discuss about what's going on in the gaming world. Until then, see you later, everybody. Later.